Something is happening in Marshhaven. You meander down Arborfield Road, glancing towards the demolition site, once home to the Henderson warehouses. It's nothing you can explain coherently, just a feeling you get as you stare at the foreboding wooden walls. A part of you wants to sneak in, throw caution to the wind and learn what secrets are hidden behind this mysterious fortress. You shrug and shake your head at such a fanciful notion, never believing for a second you could actually achieve it. As you continue on your journey into town, not ten minutes away are three children who know, who believe that anything is possible. They are the Brits on bikes. fans hello it's jimmy sprinkles here the angry imp uh welcome you once again to episode two of brits on bikes with me is eve howdy cat howdy and harry howdy i'm not quite sure why you got the game show voice but (laughs) not my fucking jam i am the american i should have have the unique thing (laughs) <laughs> All right, settle down. God. My heart. This is why we struggle. <laughs> hey. I just wanted to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's been a week since we recorded episode one. And as you all know, episode one has dropped. And if you're still listening to this, I'm kind of hoping that means you're you're at least invested a little bit. Um, whether we've won you over, I don't know, but here's hoping. So guys, let me just ask you, how were you post-recording and on listening to the, the, the first episode? Uh, I am still, I am still just astonished that we're going with <laughs> disguises. This is, this is, really, I'm writing in rock. You are so baffled by this. So baffled because that was my plan. All right. So Harry, give us a recap. Okay. So our intrepid group of kids got on their bikes, went to see a building explode uh, saw some heckling uh, towards the mayor for destroying a local business and selling it on. Uh, a strange dude was looking at Nana Casper. He's Nana Casper. Nana Casper is the owner of. Uh, oh, I had a note somewhere. It's the guy's DIY shop. Tim's yeah, DIY. She's the, she's the owner That's of the, the DIY shop. What was it? Tim's DIY? Tim, Tim's DIY. That's yeah. right. Tim's DIY. Yeah. Uh, then there was an explosion. Building got destroyed, everyone packed up, went, okay, that's enough for us. And then the military came in and boarded the whole place up. Yes, they did. Sparked our interest. (laughs) They pointed a gun at D for getting close. Uh, So D stopped getting close. And then we decided to have a look around the back. That didn't go very well. So we legged it down Apple Street. uh, Regrouped at Microsoft Park. I oh, decided yeah. to uh, <laughs> try to get in by disguising ourselves as soldiers in World War One uh, costumes. <laughs> because we of have a recent to, school play. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have to steal these from the school. That's the plan. We, and then the bomb died. Yeah, we, we then we then <laughs> he was met, the king. We met the Marsh King, uh, King, and Neil killed him with his voice. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember what the Marsh King said to you? 
Um, he is coming, Neil. I don't know when, but he's coming. Okay, yep. So the Marsh King, um, he kind of took this huge kind of intake of breath and just collapsed on the floor. And that is where we left you. So it is now 1.30 in the afternoon. You are still in Microsoft Playground. There is a man of no fixed abode on the floor. Uh, there is a shopping trolley. And there is the three of you. What would you like to do? Holy I think crap. I need an adult. Neil, you freaking killed the guy. Uh, I didn't mean to. I definitely need an adult. He's taking, like, taking his bat out of, out of his backpack and just like slowly approaching. You're not going to the... hit him, are you? No, no I'm poking him. Let's see if he's still alive or something. Dee just starts like nudging him in the side with the bat. <laughs> um, there is no response. Dude, I think he's dead. Does anyone know first aid? He can't be dead. We need we need a grown up. We need someone who actually understands these things. Does anyone <laughs> know the number for the ambulance? I don't have a phone on me. Uh, it's fucking nine one one. What do you mean on you? The phones are in houses. Exactly. <laughs> Sally, make a brains roll for me, please. Oh, what on earth is my brain skill? Oh D12. no. D12. I am unprepared for this. It <laughs> is a D12. D12. You are I, correct. I remember that one. You are a smart cookie. Uh, 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 yeah, D's not. I am. Oh, I think I accidentally rolled it twice. Can I go with the first number, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you may. Yay. That was a nine out of 12. It occurs to you that there might be a slightly better way of trying to figure out whether he's still alive rather than just poking him, poking him with a large stick. <laughs> Sorry, a Louisville slugger. Yeah, these still just poking him. Never yeah, poked a um, dead guy before. <laughs> I, I think Sai's going to hold a hand in front of his mouth to see if he's breathing. Um, get close wave of bites you. <laughs> I'm optimistic. He won't bite me. He's a very nice uh, man and like a king. A, oh, sh- what, one of them freaking uh, zombies or whatever. <laughs> What's a zombie? <laughs> zombie. You know, What's living, a zombie? Freaking uh, living dead. Stand up, walk around, eat your brains. Oh, a zombie! <laughs> <laughs> See, Sally hasn't seen any like horror movies, so... That's what I said. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't understand you. She said zombie. Zombie! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so going in the outtakes. Right, okay. Um, Sally, you um, place your hand in front of the Marsh King's mouth and you do feel um, um, exhalations. You feel his his warm breath on your hand. Ew. And um, also, he's alive! <laughs> In that order. Uh, he, he's what, he's alive, mean, guys. He's not dead. Oh, should we uh, just, like, uh, leave? Ambulance, maybe? Or just... I don't... I'm going to run to the nearest house and start knocking on the door. Does town even have a freaking hospital or anything? Okay, Sally, are you <laughs> heading over to... Are you, you're heading over to a house, are you? 
the closest house to knock on the door and get them to phone an ambulance because there's a man and he's collapsed and okay. he's still alive. Okay, so um, you go to the house um, and you knock on the door. There is no reply. Oh, it's a Sunday. What are they doing? It's a Saturday. Saturday. It's a Saturday. What are they doing? You said that last <laughs> week as well. And it really confused me. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Everyone to believe that it's possible for there to be a beautiful day in <laughs> Marshaven. <laughs> well, what? It's the summer holidays, though, so I mean, odds are better than nothing. Who said it was the summer holidays? You did. No, I didn't. No, you said either. we weren't at school yet. Yeah. No, you yeah, weren't at school because it's the weekend. <laughs> I swear you said it was the summer holidays in yeah, the first no, recording I can, we did. I can, in fact, give you the exact date. Saturday, the 13th of May, uh, 1974. It's, not, it's Saturday, the 9th of February. Damn, oh, God, so why close. the hell are we outside? Because you've gone to see a demolition. <laughs> okay, it's so it's cold. cold that means I get to wear my cool, like... You my, know you're British, cool right? You know that cold is what we do so you knock on the door there is no reply at the door neil and d what do you want to do d is still just poking them <laughs> oh yeah no there's d a sudden <laughs> gasp and exhale of breath as the marsh king sits up we can see um, i told you stock straight <laughs> uh are you right there buddy he looks at you in a, in a confused way. He stares around and, and looks about frantically, only gaining his composure when he sees his, his trolley is still there. Oh, we should have looted the trolley. Should we? Well, not now. He's awake. <laughs> yeah, that would just be rude. Next we time he has a prophecy, we can loot the trolley. Okay, guys, so what do you want to do? Do you, do you stop hiding behind Neil and like stand proud? <laughs> D like, was hiding behind Neil. Are you yes. sure it wasn't the other way around? Yes. D sat up while D was poking him, so D ran, <laughs> and then is now trying to pretend like that is not what happened. With a huge amount of effort, the Marsh King gets unsteadily to his feet and uh, rests his arms on the handle of the trolley. Uh, Mr. Marsh King, are you okay? He doesn't respond. He doesn't look at you. He doesn't speak to you. You have to call him Your Highness. Y Your Highness, are you okay? He turns for a moment and then turns back and begins to shuffle slowly out of the playground. Well, that's freaking weird. I'm going to try name? the next house. Okay, uh, you knock on the door of the next house, Sally, um, and you get a reply this time. And there is a, uh, a woman of about 26 years of age, dressed a uh, very typical kind of sort of housewife's garb, because uh, this is the 70s. Um, not that we approve of housewife's garb in this day and age. Sorry, that's my guilt kicking in. And she looks at you oddly, wondering what this child is doing, um, stood on her doorstep. Yes, can I help you? The, the marsh getting collapsed. Can you call an ambulance? What are you talking about? The, the Marsh King. I'm, I'm pointing at him. Look, I've got no time for nonsense, all right? I'm a very busy woman, you know? But he could be dying. You, I, you... I have no idea what you are talking about, my love. That him over there. He collapsed. I mean, he's walking now, but he was <laughs> he was on the floor. He's walking? Well, he's not collapsing, has he? 
Look, just stop wasting my time, okay? She slams the door in your face. What? Well, what a that bitch. was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thoroughly disappointed. What do you do? Uh, wander back over to my friends dejectedly. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you start walking over there, the Marsh King has picked up pace and he's you can barely see him now, so he's kind of in the distance. That's the last time I try and help. Alright, well that was an ordeal. That was really weird. That I've was really weird. I've never heard him talk before, so like maybe he just got like really tired from trying to talk after so long of being quiet and well, unconscious? I don't know. It was weird. I haven't heard weird. a freaking uh, bomb prophecy since I was like five. <laughs> what happened when it's you a were bomb five? Prophecy. That's my favorite phrase ever. <laughs> right, sorry. You know, okay. When, when, when a bomb tells you a prophecy, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> It's just, it's sounding more and more like a euphemism for farting. <laughs> I'm picturing more you're a dick to someone and then they just shout at you, you're going to die cold and alone. And then, you know, 30 years later, you're and like, then you're oh, like that. Damn. Enough with your bum prophecies. Bum prophecy. <laughs> okay, so that whole moment probably took about 20 minutes. So you're looking at it being approximately 10 to 2 on a Saturday afternoon in Microsoft Park. All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, are we are we gonna go uh, break, go to school? Yeah, I thought we were gonna wait to until it got a bit darker. I thought we were so gonna maybe get about twenty minutes darker so that we could like get into the whatchamacallit. Yep, we need to get the costumes first. We go break into yeah. the school. Nobody's there. It's a Saturday. Can we at least wait until it's dark before we start breaking in anywhere? It's only going to get dark at like three thirty. It's it's February Nobody's apparently. Hanging around okay. the school okay, on so, Saturday. So we, so we all go home. We have lunch. We meet back up. This is a good idea. I like lunch. Okay. So your plan is to what? Go home for lunch? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, look at you guys driving this story. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying to get us to the school. You know, it's 2.30. We've got to have lunch. Here's what I'm going to say. Okay, guys, whatever you want to do, you can do. All right? So that's absolutely fine. Or whatever you think your character would do. So, you know, be, feel free just to roll with it. I will go with whatever you, know what? you give me, okay? Is, you... is, there, uh, is there like a school cafeteria? Um, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, there's a canteen. But I get jam sandwiches. Uh, we can always break into the school, get lunch, and then get the costumes. But they don't have jam sandwiches. Maybe they do. Our school dinners are horrible. They're all like boiled cabbage and bleh. So why you break into the teacher's lounge? <laughs> oh yeah! Break into the teacher's lounge, take their jam sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to go and get your freaking... Like, uh, I don't even know what to eat over here, eels or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go in the school. I'm gonna just knock this out of the park, show y'all yeah. how it's done. So you're you're heading off to school, are you, Dee? Yeah, Dee's going to the school. Okay. If Dee's going, I'm going. <laughs> okay, so Dee, you march off in, um, on your way to uh, Kingsford Comprehensive, your uh, prison for the next few years. Neil, you're 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 following. You're going as well. Oh yeah. 
Okay, and Sally? Well, I two against one. I guess I'm following but very reluctantly. <laughs> I can I, I feel this is gonna Sally's be a theme. following. Yeah. Sally is a follower. Sally is a follower. Welcome to Anna Kingsford Comprehensive, uh, known more commonly as Kingsford Comprehensive. I'm just going to bring up a map. Okay, so this is Kingsford Comprehensive. Okay, that's your main layout of the school. You can see the outside of the building on the right. Fun fact, this is actually a real um school. It's Pimlico Academy, as it's now called, um, which was designed in the 70s in like full-on brutalist style i love it it's 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 just horribly beautiful um it kind of reminds me of the national theater it's gray it's concrete it's bleak it's your prison as you can see down the bottom we also have some examples of the school uniform so for the girls we've got gray jumper gray knee-length skirts white shirt and a tie also with gray tights and black flat shoes for the boys short trousers now for our americans listening this is a this is a a difficult concept to understand because i had to wear these and the only way i can describe them is if you were to take a pair of ordinary gray polyester trousers and turn them into hot pants yeah and then give them to boys to wear that's the only like i don't know what the thinking is going on there i went to a catholic school that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying <laughs> um <laughs> i freaking hate it <laughs> well tell me d when you first saw this uniform what did you think let's see as eve i hate it as d i hate it <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty horrible but i'm afraid that's what we had to put up with i, know, I think i prefer gray to the bottle green i had to wear for eight years of actual school those uh those long uh wooden uh, woolen uh socks that you've got like in the picture they only go up to about your knee if you were lucky and got a hand-me-down one they could go all the way up your thigh <laughs> yeah and that didn't look dodgy at all um <laughs> i can go one better than that though the the posh kids at our school used to wear on their on their socks like little um our, our school color was yellow so they used to oh have God. like little yellow garters with yellow ribbons oh, on yeah, them like around flashes. their socks yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. them up. Uh, wow. That sounds bougie as fuck and I hate it. Welcome <laughs> to Britain in the mid 80s. Um, okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. So you arrive at the school. Now, there are uh, numerous entrances um, in terms of actually getting onto the grounds, you are currently stood. Let me just go to my map quickly. You are currently stood on New Cross Street, directly opposite the uh, the school itself. How do you want to approach this? Okay, Brit rolls cover things like street smarts and whatnot. Like doing just a basic B and E. That's that's street mark, smarts territory, right? To like find out, find a, find a window or a door that's unlocked or some other entrance. Yeah, yeah. There's there's, a, there's an element of grit and uh, gutso involved. So what yeah, would I'll it take for a slightly no. more advanced B and E? Well, we're not doing an advanced one because I'm about to roll this shit. Yeah, it would, right. it would it would it would just it, it would just depend on the threshold that I set for the role. So. Fuck. Oh dear. 
Oh, well, I mean, that's oh, not a terrible roll. I mean, how hard is it to break into a school? I rolled a Ladies seven. Ladies and gentlemen, by the way. that's a seven. Oh dear. Right. Okay. Um, you can take an adversity token to uh, to start with. Fuck. <laughs> you head over to the main school gates and begin to just scout around and look about. Sally and Neil, what are you doing? Loitering nonchalantly. Oh yeah, trying to look as um chill as possible. Are you with D, or are you still the other side of the road? Letting D go ahead and scout the place first. I don't know if I roll quite bad enough to justify just walking up to the doors and shaking them. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I would say that you weren't necessarily bashing and shaking the gates or anything, but I think this was just pure dumb bad luck. Because as you get to the gates, a man appears. He's at the entrance of the school, uh, sweeping the steps. And this is the man right here. You don't know who it is. He looks angry. (laughs) Sal, okay. He looks confused. He looks looks displeased with his confusion. (laughs) Um, Sally and Neil, do you see this guy? Sure, from a distance, yeah. Okay, well, you know who he is. You see him around all the time. This is Malcolm Neep. Malcolm Neep is the caretaker of Kingsford Comprehensive and known enemy of children all over Marsh Haven. Malcolm is a stickler for the rules and he will do everything in his power to make your life a misery. He kind of looks like Colin from Whose Line Is It Anyway? So, so, so I literally just ran into the worst Mixed person with... possible for D to run into. Um, just a little bit, bit about the picture. That is, in fact, a gentleman called George Cooper who played a, a caretaker in a British TV show called Grange Hill, all about a school for many, many years. And uh, <gasps> sadly, yeah. he, sadly, he died last December. Um, this is my little tribute to Mr. Griffiths, who um, always made me smile when I watched Grange Hill as a kid. He um he looks up just as you get to the gates. Yeah, what are you doing? It's a Saturday. Go on, clear off. I uh I'm supposed to pick something up over here. Oh what? Right. Well you gotta pick up then. Like uh it's uh paperwork. I'm new. Make a charm roll. Alright. I get a whole Good D6. Luck. You lot of shit charm, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> All of us are. I mean, hey, the, the smaller yes! the dice, the more likely it'll explode. It did explode. I got a 10. A 10 out of 6. Yes. Not I bad. don't believe it. He looks at you quizzically upon hearing the uh, the accent, and he's like, I've not seen you around here before. We can just said that I'm new, dude. Oh, I see. Uh, well, you'll, <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll have to come back on Monday when the school is open. I have very important work to do. Please... Now, well, go away. Come on, man. I'm supposed to have the paperwork filled out by Monday. Well, unfortunately, there's no one around to uh, to aid you in, in such an endeavor. I'll probably just sitting on the, the, the counter. Oh, open the door. I'll go right in, grab it, be right out. No problem. Look, I don't know how they do things in your country, but I don't just open the school willy-nilly for any old student that comes along. Is there Unless... any way that we could make this work? Neil and Sally, what are you doing? Now that uh, old Grumpy Guts has been distracted, I'm gonna go around the other side of the school to see if I can, like, squeeze through a fence and try to get in through the back. You go the other side of the school. There is a perimeter wall which leads onto a playground which then will lead you a short walk over to the school the wall isn't massive 
live, it is climbable, um, and you've seen students do it many times before. Whether you're capable of doing it, you're not sure. Okay, Neil has never tried doing it before, but he's gonna try. <laughs> okay, can you make... Probably brawn or like yeah it's more of a dexterity thing isn't it so yeah, I, I mean like, like if, if, if you're doing like a run and jump and scramble over versus like digging your fingers into bricks and climbing like that uh, i thought i thought that like flight more worked as um act under pressure kind of thing well, i mean Whereas, no it, it's pretty much your I dexterity like... i don't i don't know why i'm arguing against using flight <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the beauty of the system is that things are kept so broad that you can interpret them in your own way and to work in your favour. Like, I'm not going to make it as hard as possible for you unless you're stood at a school gate trying to get into a school on a Saturday. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll use flight to try to scramble up the wall. So that's, I rolled a four and I've got a plus one because teenagers are really good at running, apparently. So, five. Okay, I'll tell you what. Um, make me a strength roll as well. Okay. Uh, brawn, sorry. That's a three. <laughs> okay what's the out of four though you um take a little bit of a run up and you launch yourself at the wall and you manage to grab the top of the wall and you kind of left there hanging you try to pull yourself up take an adversity token you, you just don't have the upper body strength to pull yourself up help 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 can help. i have come with neil and give him a boost now that he's hanging. Okay, so you're scurrying <laughs> over and you are, what, going under him to, to kind of boost him up? I'm going to push his legs up. Okay, no problem. So you push Neil up, at which point it becomes far easier for Neil to figure things out, get up on the wall uh, and just kind of jump down to the other side. Thanks, Sally. Oh, you didn't add your plus one to your flight. Wait for me. Could I also try and use flight to get over the wall? You can indeed. Go for it. I'm, I'm gonna like sit on the wall with my arms out to try to help. I rolled an Sounds eight good. out of twenty. Nice. Okay. Not going well. That will be the same kind of uh, roll then for, as as Neil did then. So I'll need you to roll a brawn for me as well. Oh joy. Five out of eight. Okay. Again, you are left stranded and hanging on the top of this wall. Neil, are you gonna? Assist yeah, yeah. No, your... I'm I'm sat on the wall like. With my arms out, trying to help pull her up. Okay, so... Yay, friendship! Because Sally is already halfway there, and she's got her own strength to, to assist you, you are able, although in a fairly sloppy way, able to kind of get <laughs> Sally to the top of the wall. I so mean, it just lots, kind of takes a while. There's kind of limbs everywhere, <laughs> and lots of complaining. Not graceful at all. Just, okay. just, just hold this arm, and then you're gonna just stop kicking. And oh no, no, you're, you're slipping! You're gonna drop me! You're gonna drop me! No, I'm not gonna drop you. So here we are, two idiots on a wall, <laughs> and I'm gonna leave you there for just a second. Mister Neep narrows his eyes and looks at you again, D, and he says. Look, I'll tell you what I can do. If you want to have a little look around, have a little see where you all come in and whatnot, then you're going to have to do something for me first, all right? All right. Well, what's in? He reaches into his pocket and pulls out a big, heavy set of keys. I mean, by your estimate, there must be at least 60 keys on this, uh, on this massive ring. And he unlocks the gate and he opens the gate and he hands you a brush. He said, those leaves need doing. You do that. I'll let you have a little look round, in his voice. Oh, come on, it's not that difficult. Sweep the leaves up. All right, and 
just so I know, this brush, it's like a broom? Yeah. She's staring at me? Like, as I'm... Yeah, he's just he's just kind of gestured at you. So go on then. You do something for me, I'll do something for you. All right. He's got to start doing it. He watches you for a moment, sweeping the steps where he had been previously. Now, listen, I need to go off and make sure that the uh, the boiler's stoked, ready for Monday. So I will be right back with you shortly. Once you finish these leaves, then maybe, just maybe, I'll let you in. And he disappears and he goes, he starts to walk away from the school and round the back to go to what you can only assume to be the boiler room. As he walks around... He glances up and sees Sally and <laughs> Neil sat on the wall. Eh! What do you two think you're playing at? Snakes and ladders? <laughs> he starts running towards you. Which side of the wall is he on? He's on the school side. Ah. Uh, we just jump. Well, Neil just jumps off. Are you jumping back to the from where you've come? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Avoid okay. confrontation. Sally will attempt, but probably fall in the process due to flailings. <laughs> um, yeah, you both hop down. Anything else? Run. You can hear from the other side of the wall. Don't let me catch you on that wall again. Well, Neil, next time we can't get caught. I don't, I don't say anything, but I do, like, mime 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? Wait 20 seconds or so and then climb back up again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So uh, you get back up. You've you've practiced this now, so you, you kind of figure it out, and you get up, and you're back in the same position. As you get up onto the wall, you can see D looking a little bit confused and sweeping the floor. Oh no, D's not <laughs> sweeping anymore. The second oh, okay, that guy sorry. was gone, just tosses the broom. Okay. Done. Anything you want to do? Yeah, uh, D's going to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, you go to the front door. It is locked. I seem to recall someone is armed with a baseball bat. Oh, no. You're not going to break a window, are you? Smashing window? This but, guy has um, seen my face. You, you, know, you know what the good thing about brutalist architecture is? It's very easy to climb. It's all Ooh. about the parkour, yeah. Very yeah. true. Yeah. So, I'm yeah, like... Yeah, no, can, can... They've also got to have, like, fire escapes and stuff. So yes, but they're it, usually opening outwards, not necessarily easy to get into. The the picture we've got has got like windows up on the top. So if mm. one window's been left just a tiny bit open, we can open it up, slip inside. So so you're going to climb the building? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Spidey senses are tingling. So are you are you all climbing? Uh, let's just go ahead and let D go first. <laughs> If you look at the photo, if we're using that as a, our kind of basis, it is going to require some jumping, hanging in order to, you know, there's going to be bits you're going to have to climb onto and then up on and then up to. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if, if one of us can get in, then we can unlock the door. Make a brains roll, D. Why is, why do I got to make a brains roll? Make a goddamn brains roll. <laughs> <laughs> Because your GM tells you so. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, too. Um, strangely enough, it's enough. As you're saying, oh, yeah, if somebody breaks in and then they can unlock the door, you happen to glance at the front door and realize it's it's one of those kind of old-fashioned locks that you need the key to open it. You can open up a lower floor window or something. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so who's who's going climbing? I'm going to go climbing. 
Wait, you're climbing? climbing? Yeah, it's a terrible idea, but I'm gonna do it. He's that caught is the a bug terrible after idea. The wall I'll, I'll give Literally, you a boost again. Both of us are better at it than you. Then do it at the same time. <laughs> He's too restless. Okay, if you both want to do it, you can both do it. All right, let me show you how this is done. Are you racing? Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> All right then. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, we'll stick with the flight. So this is a dexterous climb, and I have a, a number in my head. Um, I would like you to use your flight dice, and when you hit the number that I need, you will have succeeded. Okay. Okay. And who, the first per and it's whoever gets there first. All right. Can I join in with this? Are you climbing as are well? We, are we just? Yeah. Hunting it in as fast as we can. We'll roll it in turns, okay? okay. Uh, D, give, give give me a roll. Flight. Five. Neil. Okay. Sally. Oof. Mm. Oof. That was bad. I rolled a one. <laughs> okay, so we're at five, three, one. Okay, keep going. That's okay. a six, then a nine, then a twenty. Okay, Sally, surprising everyone, not least yourself, you managed to scale the school with no problems at all. As luck would have it, you managed to find a open window and just heave yourself up onto, you see those concrete blocks on the picture? Mm -hmm. So they're actually balconies. Um, so okay. you hop down onto there, manage to leave open one of the sash windows whilst Neil and Dee filled with testosterone and, and bravado <laughs> try to outclimb one another excellent you guys reach sally eventually what are you doing slipping in yeah going yes. in sneaking yeah. in the window you're going in okay all right so you are coming through the window of classroom 5a right the other side from the drama store between between the maths and science blocks that's the one. Oh, I, uh, you guys know this place a little bit better than I do. It's a lot. Yeah. So, we go down science. We head down past the main library don't and by Homek. And then we're right there. I don't know where any of those things are. Well, first we leave the room and then we go left <laughs> and then we go right and then we go straight and then we go left. He's looking like at his hand in front of you. Like, <laughs> left and then white. Just. Just, 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 just let us go first. Okay. <laughs> and if you hear anyone coming, hide. Can I do a brains roll to see if I can? Actually, no, I don't know. I don't know where he was headed, do I? Who? Um, Mr. Neep. Yes. D knows where Mr. Neep was headed. Yeah. But did he didn't? Did he tell us? No. Why would he tell you guys? Because <laughs> we might want you to little, avoid the person patrolling the school. Horrible maybe. kids! I'm <laughs> going to the boiler room. <laughs> Oh, the boiler room. Fantastic. That's somewhere that I yeah. know. Do, do we know where the boiler room is? Yeah, you would know. It's situated under the stage in the lower school assembly hall. Ooh. Oh, joy. Ooh. We're going to have to go past the boiler. Oh, no. But, like, maybe if we go the long way round, we will have left by then. What if we block the door? We have to time it really right. We're spending a lot of time talking about this and not moving. That's probably we, not helping. I think I think that it would be safest if we went a long way round. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, then we go past the canteen and we can look for jam sandwiches and the staff room. Exactly. Yeah. No. Let's go down towards the staff room and then we'll go up. But what if more staffs here? It's a Saturday. It's not like they live here. Wait. Hang on. Do they live here? The oh, one guy's my... here. I don't even know who he is. Is he like the he's, janitor he's... or something? Mm, Mr. Grumpy Face. 
Yeah. He's secretly a werewolf. That's why he's so angry all the time. Oh. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, don't start Neil off. <laughs> right, okay. So you decide to head out of classroom 5A. Are you going left or right? I think we're going to head down past Matt's. Like okay. we should go. We should go through the changing rooms and the gym instead of going down past oh, Matt's. Yes, because through the rooms instead of standing yeah. in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't know this, but if you go through the girls' changing room, there's a door into the. Uh, I'm assuming that's what the G and the B are. Girls' changing yeah. room, mm-hmm. door into the boys' changing room, door into this empty room, and then out into that hall. They'll give us a doorway to like. Okay, so you head off into the girls' changing rooms. When you get to the door that Neil and Sally, you know, separates the boys and the girls' changing rooms, you realise it's locked, obviously. for a good reason. (laughs) Yeah, does this mean that because the girls' changing rooms is directly between the boys' changing rooms and the gymnasium, does that mean that the boys go through the girls' changing rooms to get to the gymnasium? No, the boys come out and round... Okay, good. Because I was slightly Why worried is this for a second. Well, big pain in the ass. The door's very far away. <laughs> well, you know, I'm no architect. Right. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't know if brutalist architects were either. Uh, I, I like it. True. I know it's I know it's not everybody's taste, but I really, I really like just it's very rarely practical, so... but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so let right, me okay, just so... leave and go through the boys' changing room. Big bang, boom, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So you're currently sitting in the girls' changing rooms, and there's no access. Yeah. So we go so back we go into the out hall. Out of the girls' changing rooms. And then circle around into the boys' changing room. And then cut through there. Okay, <laughs> so where where are you exactly at, at, at the moment? Uh, I think we're just outside the girls' changing room. Okay, yeah. so are you, are you using the main corridor to get to the canteen? Yeah. So you head off down the main corridor. As luck would have it, you find that there is nobody about. The reception area is as it always is, other than the fact that there's nobody there. You pass the staff room, having never seen in there before, and uh, you find yourself outside the canteen. Okay, let's try one of the doors. I want to look through the door of the staff room. Okay. It is forbidden and mysterious. <laughs> All you can see are empty chairs and a bare table. Empty chairs That's and empty much tables. less exciting than I was hoping. <laughs> like a, a very badly stained coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> a kettle that's just like lime scale oh, yeah, down the outside. Right. You guys drink tea. <sighs> yeah, and we don't microwave it either. You heathens. I mean, my mum does. Okay, we don't oh, microwave no, it at this no. time either. No. I, I learned really this. Thing. I learned this last year. I was like, "What? You don't have kettles? You put <laughs> oh. it in the mic." Like, my mum microwaves this? it after it's been made and gone cold. That's fair enough. I yeah. kind of understand that, but you don't brew tea in a microwave. That's madness. No. So Sorry. you peer into the staff room. There's not much that really of any worth that you can see. And it doesn't matter anyway because the door's locked. Um, so you, uh, I'm assuming you're heading back to the canteen? Outside yeah. the canteen? All right. You're tempting us with all these doors, but they're all locked. Yeah, what are we going to do? Plenty of time for school. You don't have to worry <laughs> about school today. Okay, so you try the canteen door. Uh, do you want to go for the first one, the second one, or the third one? Well, we'll start with the first and see how we go. Okay. Well, there's there's three of us. Why not race? Try them all at once. Okay. Well, you all line up. You push the doors, and you find that they're all open, and you walk through into the canteen. 
Yay! Oh my god, this is connected directly to the lower assembly hall where the boiler is. Now I'm scared. Hey, that just means we've got plenty of exits. So this don't look like where they store costumes and stuff. Don't worry, we're totally gonna be right there as soon as we've gotten some food. Okay, so you're going to get food, are you, Neil? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, my god, yeah. where are the okay. costumes? I will go get them. Where are you getting the food from? I'm guessing that like this area connected to the canteen is like a kitchen. Afraid not. Kitchen's the other side. Oh, okay. Well, then I go to the other side. Okay, that will require you leaving the canteen. But surely there's Wait, a counter so how do they jump over. From... This brutalist architecture. <laughs> I know, it's bonkers, isn't insane. it? Okay, For allow me to explain. The empty room at, next to the canteen at the bottom, mm-hmm. that is a serving area. The dinner ladies go in through the door at the back, cook the food and um, serve it via a hatch where that wall is. The room next to it is the storeroom where they keep all the food and probably uh, a large refrigerating right. unit. So so just go through okay. the hatch. Well, can, can, can I open the hatch from this side? Yes, you can. Okay, so so I open the hatch and then try to okay. slide on across. So you you climb into the um, serving area. There's lots of long metal preparation tables. There are industrial size gas hobs, large, big silver saucepans, but not much food. So I guess I'll check the storeroom. Okay, you head out through the serving room door, back into the main corridor. Uh, you go to the store door and you find that it's locked. Damn. Guess who's fucking with you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I wanted get... from this section. Just go and get those goddamn costumes. Stop talking about jam sandwiches. Come on. <laughs> but I really want the jam sandwiches. I will okay. make you a freaking jam sandwich. I don't even know okay. what that is to really? people. Yes, a jelly whatever. sandwich. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm interpreting this as a as a sacred sign of friendship. You have offered me food, therefore I'm incredibly happy. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> We're best pals. <laughs> Neil's right. a bit dejected, but starts heading towards the drama store. Sally and Dee, are you following Neil? Yes. S- okay. Sally is darting in, like, into the English classrooms in order to avoid being out in the corridor for too long, like darting room to room as if she's a secret spy and is not very graceful about it. Okay, no problem. So, Neil, you walk your way through to languages and find yourself at the drama store. Dee, you walk your way through uh, languages and find yourself at the drama store. Sally, you weave your way through (laughs) classrooms and find yourself at the drama store five minutes later, uh, (laughs) looking at Dee and Neil staring around. Now, the drama store itself is an open space, very similar to the sixth form common room area opposite. There's no door, it's just space but within it you can see lots of um, flats piled up leaning against the wall obviously used in old school productions there is um, on a on a rack a, a row of lights hanging up and on the opposite wall are two rails running parallel that are just stacked full of costumes okay time to start leafing through for the uh the army uniforms yep yep <laughs> this is such a stupid plan digging through <laughs> Sally, can you, can you, like, look out for us? Yep, yep, I'll be a lookout. Find, like, an officer or something. Okay, you read through the wardrobe. The play Journey's End actually happened in uh, the last term, so it's not too difficult to find the costumes. They are a bit of a mishmash, though. There's a few decorative gold buttons on some of them. There's, a, like, a little bit of kind of 
gold rope on another. Neil, can you make mm-hmm. a brains roll for me, please? Oh, always. And I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> you see a whole load of army uniform. The army uniform is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to find one which is vaguely my size-ish and just take it. D, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, no, these, these do the same thing. If I'm okay. one size. Okay. Wait, hang on. They had guns. Do we need to get, like, fake guns? I don't think we should get fake guns. Because then, like, okay. what if they think the wheel guns and they shoot us? Okay, yeah. Uh, Sally, Sally, do you need one too? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, get me one. Okay, I look for one Sally's size. Just roll a d6 for me. That's a okay. six. That's a six, okay. You find one, and by your best guess, you think this is probably going to fit Sally perfectly. Fantastic. Um, what Sally's about to find out is it is the most perfect fitting outfit that she has <laughs> ever worn. Like a <laughs> <custom> I was designed. <laughs> Sally was in I the was, place. I was, <laughs> like it was made for her. I was so expecting it to be like way too long. There, there's a particularly small six former, and for whatever reason, she's the exact dimensions of Sally. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so you have got your costumes. What are you doing with them? Are you oh. just carrying them? I'm stuffing mine into my backpack. Okay. Yeah, uh, what kind of uniforms are we looking at here? Like, Well, uh, make a brains roll for me. Three. <laughs> uh, you are looking at army uniforms. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, all right, not necessarily for the characters, but for us. Like, Okay, so what sort of things have you got? You've got a pair of army trousers in World War One. I. Were very, they were kind of like made of a thick wool really itchy very unshapely and you would have a thick cotton shirt as well you managed to find some boots the only thing that none of you have been able to procure is any army jackets oh so you literally just have the shirt kind of the um, most important part <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we're meant to fail no 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 there there is every possibility that your plan could succeed I mean, sincerely doubt that. Without if we realise that we're missing army jackets, I think I can think of the one person in town who probably has a couple. Seamus Cole, the uh, rebel heckler. <laughs> what would he have? Again? Seven, 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 70s punks love that uh, faux army aesthetic. I mean, that is so true. Yeah, we're a bit pre-punk. But Seamus, from your observation, he strikes you as somebody who is, you probably wouldn't know the actual phrase, but he's very counterculture. He, he's the old he is, school hips. Yeah, he's, he's, he's riding the back of the 60s. He's still very much there, out of character. You would assume that he is one of those guys who has been heavily influenced by various movements in America and is taking that more upfront stand against the system. So what do you want to do, guys? I don't think he's a Oh, look. <laughs> we'll just need to find jackets somewhere else. Where else? Where else has jackets? I don't know. Um, does anyone have any late grandparents? <laughs> I mean, I must have somewhere. Can you all make brain swells for me, please? That was okay. a ten. Oh! You've just rolled three fours in a row. That was a fucking fourteen Four, eight, out of my D four. Fourteen. That's um, amazing. Sally, can you take an adversity token? Oh no. D, it occurs to you that you don't necessarily have to look like a soldier on duty. 
We need cigarettes. <laughs> oh, that's and easy. It's the seventies. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we just kind of like lean against walls and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime they look at us, we just like sit there, like look cool. Then when they turn around, we move closer. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so what's your plan? You are currently stood in the drama store. I think we should leave. Yeah, to swiftly. I think we should leave by somewhere much closer. Okay. Let's just go. Then shall we <laughs> go through the language rooms and see if they've got any open windows? Which classroom are you heading into? I guess FL two. FL two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so you head into FL two again. It's the same setup as in the other side of this where you came in. There is a window towards the back, and yeah, as as D said. You can open them from the inside, so it's not a problem to open it up. Excellent. Let's go. You climb out, you shimmy out, and you manage to make your way out of Kingsford Comprehensive. The time is now around quarter to three. What would you like to do? We gotta go Go and have those jam sandwiches. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You sit on the curb outside Kingsford School, and you eat jam sandwiches. Yay! <laughs> That's I got problem. my reward. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you, <laughs> you hard-working little children. Right. <laughs> Come on. We gotta go get stuff to look casual, like. like I, I said, don't know what that means. We can say, That's what, like, army guys do when they're, like, not working. They sit there and they smoke, right? Sure, sure. We'll we'll go we'll go get some cigarettes. Yeah, I'm sure my dad we, has cigarettes. Are we gonna wait, go to the store or just steal them from parents? Yeah, steal from parents. There are numerous shops on your route, and you are able to go in and buy a packet of Rothmans. Nobody really bothers about questioning I mean, your yeah, age. I guess D is like a new person, so like they would know. Britain in the seventies, there was like, and this is just listening to anecdotal evidence. There was very much this kind of element of, you know, send the kids down to buy a pack of fags for mum or dad. So, oh yeah, fags mean cigarettes. Yeah, I'm just checking that you know because <laughs> it gets really complicated when you start talking to Americans and you start talking about fags. It, it wouldn't be a problem for you to buy buy some cigarettes. Yeah, no, D goes and grabs a pack. Okay, that's cool. Let's go back to our map. You are currently. Back on New Street, just next to the tram station. What do you want to do? So, um, do we do we want to do we want to go try and get in now, or do we want to wait until later? Let's wait until later. Not okay. too late. Wait until it's dark. Yeah, so like, like that way they can't see our faces so well. So like four, five, four thirty. Four thirty would probably do it. I don't know okay, what time so... it gets dark. <laughs> It's probably starting to get dark right now. Yeah, so like you know, like you get you get kind of dark where like you know where the sun's just setting and like it's all weird. Okay, so 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 we'll meet up back at the corner of a street <laughs> in uniform. Right, I'm gonna say it now. D also got lighters. Good plan. So are you just all going your separate ways? Separate ways back home then for a couple of hours. Yes. Sure. All right, then, in which case, D, uh, are you going home? Yeah, I gotta get changed. You head on back home. It's just gone three o'clock, and you walk through the door. And who should be there as you open the door but your dear old Uncle Tommy? Oh, yay. Um, 
Uh, hello, Derek. This is D. Uh, marvelous. Yes. Uh, uh, where have you been? Uh, you know, exploring. Okay. I I didn't know whether you had gone over to the demolition this, I, this morning. No, no, it's all that. That was, was, was pretty. Uh, there was some. Uh, you, quite, quite. I, I, I couldn't attend myself, but you know how it is. I, I have work to do. Um, uh, how are you? You, you keeping all right? Staying out of mischief, I hope. I am, not totally. Um, I, listen. Um, why don't you come and sit down? He gestures to the sofa in the living room. Uh, away. Yeah, no, he's going to go sit down. You go and sit down. He stands just next to the sofa, looking a little bit awkward. Um, he he says, uh, uh, D, I, I understand how hard it must be for you to come to a new country with new people. You have to start all over again. And I, 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 I'm new to this. This is not something I've ever done before, and I don't quite know what I'm doing, but I'll do the best I can. I promise. And he goes out of the room. He gestures to you and says, I'll, I'll, I'll be just a moment. Uh, okay. And you can hear him clambering around and, and, and doing something, and, and he calls out in the distance, um, I'll be right with you. I, I, I've got you something. He comes back about 20 seconds later and in his arms is a mangy slightly rough around the edges dog it looks a little bit rough a little bit ready in need of a little bit of care um but he puts his arm forwards and holds the dog out to you i uh i thought you know until you are able to find new friends maybe this will help uh, this is this, this is dog well i thought you know if i mean if you don't want it i'll i can always, the, i can no, always take it back no 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 you you you, you got me a dog <laughs> well I, I i thought i could well i don't I, <sighs> yes marvelous <laughs> yeah i'll i i i've some paperwork to do and he he edges out the room so d you are now in the possession of your very own dog what's its name nettles nettles yep i, li- I like that that's good i just picked a random a random name from the 1974 yankees greg uh <laughs> greg nettles amazing because i was like nettles that's good i'm using that i don't even know if Greg Nettles was any fucking good at baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so, D, I'm going to leave you for a moment with getting acquainted with your dog. Sally, you make your way home. Is there anybody in? I think my dad would be in. Okay. What What is it your dad does? Uh, he works at the factory that makes the Aha. shortbread. Yeah, he works at Plimpton's, it- doesn't he? Plimpton's, okay. yes. Is it shortbread they make? I can't remember. Biscuits. Biscuits. He yeah. works at the biscuit factory. He works at the biscuit factory. He's like middle management. Is that right? I th- it's some sort of supervisory role. You head home. You get in and your dad is sat at the dining room table just pouring over some paperwork. He doesn't even look up as you walk in or acknowledge you. Hi, dad. No response. I walk straight past him and go into the kitchen. 
and get myself a drink. Okay, uh, I'll just leave you doing that for a moment. Neil, if you could just remind me of your backstory with your parents. Uh, so it's just Neil and his dad. That's uh, right. Neil's dad works um, up in one of the retreats, uh, in the... Uh, Pippister Lodge. Yeah, the lodge. So I don't know whether he's at work or not now. Well, it's the weekend. Obviously, you know, most people are off from work, so it would probably be a time where the lodge is um, catering for functions or, you know, hosting something. So in all likelihood, when you get home, you probably find the house pretty empty. So you all go about your routines for the next couple of hours and and eventually realize that it's seen time to meet up and do you do you get into your costumes straight away sorry oh. i shouldn't say costumes uniforms <laughs> like, i'm yeah. definitely getting in yeah, the, uh, away, yeah. The, uh, these these changed but the whole thing the dog <laughs> what are you gonna do with your dog are you is is the dog going with you or are you leaving it there no idea. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know what to do. This is the kind of thing where you get a dog and you gotta keep it, like, with you when you first get it. As you're pondering your decision, the dog senses your uncertainty and with a quick, sudden glance up, looks at you with appealing eyes. Puppy dog eyes. Alright, come on. Let's go. <laughs> at the moment you say, come on, the dog has instantly stood up and is alert it's almost like he kind of knows what you're up to and seems to be totally totally involved and keen to go so he pads past you wagging his tail and he stands and pulls at the door as you um as you get changed and make your way over to meet the others then guys so how was that for you do you what have the a dog and i am so jealous <laughs> well you dog? never know something might come along for you and dog. yeah we'll, we'll find something for sally she's got nothing Sa- she Sally's needs something not gonna, she's got a fish she, she has got a fish but yeah she's she's never gonna be allowed a dog so that's the end of tonight's episode guys i hope you've enjoyed it If you are keen and invested in us, uh, we'd love you to come and join us over on the Twitter and various other social medias. You can reach me at Jimmy Sprinkles. That's Sprinkles with two S's at the end. Or our official Brits on Bike Twitter, which is at Imp Angry. We are really, really keen to hear all your feedback. Um, And also, if you're interested in investing some more in us, we do have a Patreon. If you search angry imp studios you can subscribe there and receive lots of exciting bonus extras to learn a little bit more about the characters and everything that's going on in their crazy crazy world let's just talk about it for the moment so eve yeah talk to me about d for a moment how are you progressing with uh with d oh i mean like i've got i've got some ideas for things d could be doing are, are um, you enjoying the character yes absolutely i love d yeah, I, I think Dee's going to be a firm fan favourite, as is Sally already. 
I think D's my favourite though, which kind of doesn't say <laughs> the best track. Yeah, but look, you know, Twitter has spoken. Uh, uh, Sally is already a firm favourite, which mm-hmm. which I love because she's so hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to learn how to be an optimist though, because I'm not optimistic by nature, and but Sally definitely is. So that'll and, be interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got to ask um, as. Neil's had to hop off and, 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 and do his thing, whatever that might be. How do, how do you think your relationship with Dee is going to develop in, in the future? Because, I mean, you, you, you two are from two very, very different worlds. And Sally is obviously <laughs> besotted with Dee um, in a purely platonic way. And they're like, oh my God, he's so cool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So do you see things progressing? Do you see... Um, you know, perhaps maybe winning D over at some point? I mean, I'd like to think it's possible, but I'm not sure that it will be. I see this going <laughs> one of two ways. Either she wins <laughs> D over, or she she like just gives D the business. <laughs> like, you know, freaking gets <laughs> fed Sally up with balls. it and like just calls D out. <laughs> I really, and I'm not going to try and steer the game in this direction, but I, I, I really want to see a situation where Sally has to save D, and I'd be really interested to see how D reacts to that because <laughs> let's be honest, he is the ultimate sullen teenager. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, is there anything else you want to talk about before we go? I got a dog. <laughs> actually yeah we need to talk about nettles we've we've discussed what nettles looks like and if you subscribe to patreon you can find out how that conversation goes (laughs) um, because it's far too long to include in the episode so i was thinking actually i'd love to get our listeners more involved in the decision making and the building of marsh haven so i'm thinking that maybe we get them to decide on a dog send in some pictures so listeners do follow us on twitter um we'll be uh sticking out a post fairly soon and give us your suggestions what sort of dog should d have and definitely include the cutest pictures you find to represent absolutely your absolutely and no pictures like harry sent us <laughs> which i think were cats i don't think they were dogs <laughs> at all the first uh, one could have been a dog <laughs> okay well we'll leave it there for tonight um thank you very much for, for listening once again my name is jimmy sprinkles and this is brits on bikes thank you and good night from d bye and good night from sally bye, bye. see you real soon bye bye, bye.